welcome to steeping diy welcome. yeah thank you um so for those who don't know you do you want to explain the story about how like father came to be yeah so um it really started at while well, me and a few friends of mine were just hanging out at a bar and uh, we were playing pool just talking we had been friends for a while had been in several other bands together and uh, we just it was later in the night so we were getting a little like emotional and we had realized that we had both like all of us had lost our fathers so we were like we had played in like pop punk bands and hardcore bands and everything like that and we were like what if we started an indie band called like father like it is a kind of like homage to mm-hmm. our fathers who passed away and I was like oh my gosh that's such a great idea and then some time passed on um some friends uh, those friends and I kind of like lost touch in certain ways some of them just like one had a kid but like that name always stuck with me and so when I started like father like I reached out to them I was like are you guys okay if I use this as like this band that I'm about to start and they were like yeah I would love that and so that's really like just like where it came from was just like a bunch of friends together being like hey like we lost someone that we really love and they made an impact in our life let's talk about that yeah. wow that's really sweet that's so cool I had no idea that that was Thank like you. the like behind the name and all of that that's very cool yeah sorry for yeah, your loss you. by the way yes. too i yeah. appreciate it yeah <laughs> so let's talk about the single in my head where you guys you guys got really good positive feedback for that were you expecting yeah that? you know no and the reason is just because of covid you know like right. we everyone took so long out of like being able to go record music and play shows and reach a new audience. Um, We had a struggle ourselves just trying to get into the studio during this time, just with different scares of getting the virus. And like, obviously like towards the beginning of it, nobody was really seeing each other. And we started recording the EP before COVID. So like there was a huge, yeah, there was a long break to where we couldn't really make any progress on it. uh, At one point I was like, I don't even think that this is going to come out, but we finished it and we put it out. And like my, my goal for the first day was like, I'm going to be excited if 50 people or a hundred people listen to this. And it was well exceeding that. So yeah, I, it was just like a shock and like, especially coming back from such a long hiatus, it felt like it felt really, really good. Yeah. That's really cool. So did you guys like you were like creating the album like prior to the pandemic and then throughout of it? Is that what was going on? Yeah. 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 So we started recording some of the singles, which was in my head was one of the first ones that we wrote with this lineup. And we started recording that right before the pandemic hit and had a huge hiatus of time where we could get in and go to the studio. Wow. And how long have you guys been a band for? We started in 2018, wow. Wow. so not too terribly long now, uh, but it does, like, the pandemic also has seemed like it had yeah, taken it, a huge chunk out of that, you know? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and it also feels like the pandemic felt for, like, five years during the lockdown. Exactly. Yeah, so exactly. time's a little wonky now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is there any, like, story or anything... Um, for the new single? Yeah, so I'll tell you where my headspace was where I wrote it. So I live in Orlando, but I was kind of feeling burnt out of living in Orlando. So I moved out of the state and I lived in Athens, Georgia for a while. And most of the time, whenever people move out of state, like they don't really have a lot of friends, but I was really thankful that I moved into a friend group that I like had a lot of love in and like I'd already established some great friendships in. So it was really awesome 
to not feel alone. But a lot of the coping habits that I had while I still lived in Orlando, I was using there. And so I was trying to just like go through a lot of the unlearning processes of how to like just get by. Um, just different abuses between substances like alcohol, uh, marijuana, mm -hmm. things like that. Like they really get in your way of healing sometimes. And obviously sometimes like they can be used for medicinal purposes as yeah. well too, but like you can't really rely on those a lot for just your healing. And so the song is just about going through the ups and downs of healing, learning who you are with yourself and then learning how you react to like those substances and yeah. just like get, get throughout healing. Wow. Yeah. Cause like, if you there it's really just a distraction at that point you know it's not really exactly exactly right yeah. it's not like helping you cope it's just kind of numbing the pain essentially yeah and that's uh why the hook at the end of the song is like repeated i can't feel anything yeah it's because it would talk about those feelings that you would have like where you want to feel emotion but you're just so far into those um substances that you really can't feel anything anymore right it's like you just you can't even find the way out essentially. Yeah. Which, yeah, wow. absolutely. That's really cool. I'm super, it's really cool when you hear like the backstory that's behind a song. Cause it, yeah. I don't know, it gives you a better feeling with the artist essentially too, when you listen. And you can really, yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Really cool. Awesome. Thank you. Um, also you had a friend of yours to the artwork for that, right? Is that what yes. I saw? Yeah. Do you um, want to go so more into that? Absolutely. So she did my first EP as well, too. Um, no Such Thing as Home. And it's just been a really, really close friend of mine. Um, I can plug their Instagram. It's at Brigida Bengale Art. But they're fantastic. They do other artworks such as like horror shows or horror movies, like designs. I don't know if you can see behind me, but I have a few of their artwork oh, wow. behind cool. me as well, too. I love those. So Yeah. So not only am I just a big fan of their art, um, like they're a really, really great friends, uh, had a lot of deep times and conversation with them. And so it felt really special asking someone not that I only respect a lot, but we also have a deep connection and knows a lot of just like why I started the band and like the correlation between like the importance of what the artwork is to like the name of the band and what some of the songs are about. Mm -hmm. It was really, really special. Oh, that's so great. It's also, it's always so nice when you get to like bring your friends into what you're making too. Just yeah. makes it more personal. That was like what I wanted since the beginning of like father, because like father really was just an idea. Like I said, when I started it, it was myself and like the friends that I had talked to in the bar, like they had gone on to do other things. And so I would fill my band out just with like friends who would perform in other bands and they would like learn the songs before the set. And so like, that was my goal from the beginning was to just like have as much people that I love and friends in the band to just like help the, get the ball rolling and just keep the, keep like father being what like father is right just being able to keep making yeah. music essentially and keep hanging Absolutely. out yeah mm -hmm. that's always what it's about that's so good so can you tell us a little bit more about the ep is there um any like meanings or messages in the ep that you would like to share or that like inspired yeah. you in writing it so the ep follows along the same lines of the single that i released really the ups and downs of being in particular situations um the second song paradiso um i wrote also while i was living in georgia and it was just trying to allow li like letting life fall into place you know and it's like 
am I trying too hard with these things or am I not trying enough with those things? And so that's just like, am I wasting my time not making an effort or making an effort to try to figure things out? And kind of just being in the solidarity of like moving away from your home state and your family and your mom and your friends and everything like that. The third song, Midnight, is about like the ends of a relationship and like the weird feeling to where like you still love this person and they still love you but you're like trying to find the amount of communication that's healthy between you guys at that point it really puts a perspective of just like what's in your head like oh I should reach out to this person at this point or I shouldn't reach out to this person at this point or like hey I really want to know what this person's up to but I shouldn't reach out to them or like this person's trying really too hard like is crossing boundaries onto my end and like being too present in my life where I need to step away a little bit so the ins and outs of just like the communication after you end of relationship and the last song is the title track on the ep talk about forever and there's like a beginning and an end to the song where the beginning of the song i kind of paint this picture of like waking up in the morning on a saturday and my father was still alive and just like the a lot of the things that i remember um like smells and everything and then the second verse picture like 10 years later and it's after my father's passed away and Mm -hmm. it's just like what I remember on those mornings with just my mom being there and like just like wishing that I would have like let my mom in a little bit more and like apologize for just being a turd to her at those times (laughs) where like she didn't deserve to have my angsty little kid self yell at her for something that she she wasn't responsible for so it just like talks about that the the ending line on that song is I had wished I said sorry sooner that's just like me talking to my mom being like hey I'm sorry for putting you through all this whenever I was a kid wow that's really powerful yeah so you can't really blame yourself for that one (laughs) at least like now now you're apologizing for it you know like yeah yeah I'm sure yeah like apologize but like this was just like me putting in the song for that's really cool it sounds like a lot of you personally is like in this EP too which is really cool to hear yeah absolutely i like my goal is to just be vulnerable you know like a lot of people like they don't talk about certain things in songs because it's taboo or like they'll write songs about something but they won't really talk about it yeah right i always just want to talk about it you know because that's like not only in music does that speak to a lot of people but just like how we communicate in life and heal like yeah you've got to talk about it to to move on mm-hmm. like with the people that you love and the people you communicate so why why not bring that into your lyrics and into the music as well too right because like um because you're not only essentially healing yourself but like hopefully when other people hear this too and they can relate they can possibly start that healing process too and i feel like yeah. that's probably such a rewarding thing for you as a musician knowing that your music has that ability to help people I'm hoping so. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it will. It will. I mean, the Thank single you. was Thank great, you. so I can only I imagine how it. good the EP is going to be. Thank you. Oh, actually, real quick, I had one last question I wanted to bring up. So with the EP, are you going to do any live shows for it or a release show or anything like that? We're working on it, um, talk, trying to get the bands at the right Yeah. Like just everyone's <laughs> busy right now, so we're trying to make sure that all the bands are right and the date yeah. right lines up to make it special. You know, yeah. we want to have a lot of friends right. in there. Um, so it is in the works. That's really cool. I hope, yeah, I yeah. hope it's like a giant celebration for you guys. Or, thank you. Yeah. We're hoping so. Yeah. So do you want to hear the Reddit roulette? Uh, not the Reddit yes. roulette. The thread we got picked out for you today. Absolutely. So the headline of it. How do I go to this? Oh, saved. Okay. 
The headline for this is, am I the asshole for blowing up at my husband for messing with my alarm and caused me to miss an important exam? Hello, I am a female 23. I've been married to my husband, male 26, for a year. In my last year of university and been so, so busy for the last two weeks with many projects and finals looming. My husband complains from seeing me studying and not doing activities together or hanging out with our friends anymore. I've told him it's not going to last forever and that I need to focus because this is my last year of school and it's been the hardest for me. The day before the exam, he wanted me to go with him to a friend's birthday party. I refused because I was busy preparing for my exam. He pleaded with me saying it's just for one hour and talked about how his friends will be upset if I'm not there. I said no and shut down any further discussions. He got upset and called me selfish and inconsiderate, but then dropped it. So that's like your first red flag there. Yeah. (laughs) He's going to be upset that you're not going to a party. Right. Um, Before I went to bed, I set my alarm clock like I always do. I'm a heavy sleeper. I stayed up late studying as well. The next morning, I woke up at 9 a.m. and I freaked out. I checked my alarm and found that it was set to go off at 9.30 a.m. I had no idea how this happened until my husband told me he did this to repay me for refusing to take one hour to attend the party. So he decided to take one hour from my time. No. That is terrible. That's so bad. That's so bad. I I don't know how I would how you could keep living with that. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I absolutely blew up on him and just yelling and screaming at him left and right. He just stood there completely shocked from my reaction and rage. I got dressed quickly and rushed to university. They did not let me into the exam hall, and I got into a huge hassle to get them to reschedule the exam, especially since I had no legit reason as to why I was late. It was awful, is all I can say. I went home, and my husband and I stopped speaking to each other. He kept acting as if I hurt his feelings and traumatized him by yelling, and that I deserve what he did since he was frustrated with my (laughs) continual refusal to attend all events for the past two weeks. So this isn't even that long of a time. It's like two weeks. It's not like it's (laughs) like an entire year of her blowing off events. I might be wrong for not considering it, but I think my exam should be a priority and his way of teaching me a lesson was not right. So am I the asshole for getting upset at him? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No way. Could you imagine? I'm trying to see if the lack she's of with him. this person has yeah like, for real to screw with her exam yeah. like what you're trying to get a career from in college i would be like divorced i right that's, away. that's that a right someone no. someone said you should really reevaluate your marriage this shows right. clear signs of manipulation yeah Wow. Yeah, this can't be like the first occurrence of something like where he's done something like this or for sure. Like no. Oh my gosh. That's so bad. She is definitely not the asshole. Not the asshole. I don't think so at all. I I would be shocked if someone did that to me. I would be for like what what do you get out of that? I don't yeah. (laughs) I just I don't know how I would react. Like I would just be so blown away. Like yeah, it's, I it's, yeah. something so important. That's like, right? Like, if you like, or a job interview, or like an exactly. exam, or like something like this. These are but a party, like over like, a party, like that. That's right. crazy. Yeah. Like, how many more parties are there gonna be? Exactly. Right. Especially exactly. if you're in your early twenties too. Like, you have your entire life to go to parties. <laughs> right. Right. That's wow. I could never. That's crazy. I hope. 
I hope she's okay now. I hope she got the... I didn't get yeah. to see any further in the thread if she uh, got to take the test or not. So I Oh, well, she no, she said it took... Anyways. Um, so we're going to do... We're going to move into the We're Not Really Strangers game. Are you ready? Yeah. It's oh, a, yeah. It's, uh, let's see. Let's pull a card. Oh, this is a good one. You want me to go first? Yeah, you can read it, yeah. How does one earn your vulnerability? Have I earned it? How can I earn more? So, I mean, you know. <laughs> how does how, one how do earn you, your yeah, vulnerability, yeah. essentially? How does one? Um, also being vulnerable. Uh, you can tell just, like, how somebody communicates or, like, what in the level that they communicate uh, that they're willing to, like, let their walls down. So I just think, like, yeah. if someone is willing to be vulnerable with me, like, that for that's for sure is a great flag to continue being vulnerable with them. That's true. Right, because it, you like, want shows them... Yeah. Yeah. Like that, you know, you yeah. go. You can go you no, go. it's like you get that, you know, it's like you get that honest connection with someone, you know, it's like when you get to see that layer behind what, like, as other people see, like on social media or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. And the one I have for you is when this game is over, so I guess when the podcast is over, we'll go with that. <laughs> what will you remember about us? That's a cute one. Yeah, <laughs> that is cute. Yeah, um, uh, I will definitely remember your kindness. You guys both have amazing smiles, oh, and like you. your personalities are very bubbly. <laughs> thank you. Um, also, like the questions that you guys are asking are really good. You know, like obviously you're wanting to find the deeper meaning and just like learn about musicians and yeah. like why they write music and like who they are, and that's awesome. Because so many people just like what you just said in the last one, like they just want to do it for social media or yeah. like Instagram or something like that. And at the end of the day, that stuff really doesn't matter. No, you exactly. know? not at all. It's like just numbers at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I really appreciate you saying that, actually. Yeah. That's no, like, of course. That is like always our goal with this. It's like we genuinely do want to get to know the people who actually come on the podcast. We want to like build that yeah. connection with them. It's and obviously we want the people who like follow us and stuff to see the music you make and follow you. It's, yeah. We always try to be very inclusive with our, um, the DIY scene that we work with and others. Yeah. So it's always cool to see that. You guys are doing a great job. Oh, thank thank you. you. So are you. Absolutely. You're super thank nice. You. Super yeah. personable as well. It's super <laughs> easy to talk to you this entire time. Thank you. Um, but that, that's about everything we usually do on the show. So if you want to take the time to promote yourself and any other upcoming things you have um, about to be announced or released, now is the time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, check out In My Head. It's everywhere. We have an EP coming out called Talk About Forever on August 5th. It will be streaming everywhere. Um, keep an eye out for shows and merch. We'll have those up on our Instagram, like Father Band. Shout out Glazed. Shout out Intervention, shout out Woolbright, shout out Overthinker, shout out Bobby Kid, shout out so many Florida bands, love shout it. out Snacking. We love it. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. And who's the artist who did your cover again? On Instagram, it's Brigida Bengale Art. So Bridget uh, or Brigida Bengale Art. Uh, B-R-I-G-I-T-T-A is Brigida. And then Bengale, B-E-N-G-Y-E-L. They're Hungarian, so oh, got it. I'm Polish, so I get it. My, yeah, last, yeah. my last name is also a mouthful. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I even hope I said it right. So if they listen to this and they're like, "You oh butchered my last name," imagine that's yeah. so funny. Well, thank you again so much for coming on the podcast. Thank it's you. Absolutely, awesome. yeah. yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.